we have these crossroads. And you know, either way you choose, your life is going to be different. The universe doesn't exist, but God thinks it does. We have to stop consuming our culture. We have to create culture. Stupidity has a definite evolutionary function. I am all for abolishing stupidity, but before it goes, we should pay tribute to it. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Nonsense Bazaar. I am High Inquisitor Sequoia Kennedy. And I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. What the fuck does that mean? I have questions. Oh, sorry. Um, I'm actually Willow Truman. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> it just comes out sometimes. You, you can't stop it now? No. What was it again? Uh, I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. Jesus Christ. And you can be too if you just oh. chant it with me. No. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Oh my God. Okay. I've, uh, I want to go home. I want to go to the church universal and triumphant. Not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I want to meet Kuthumi. I want to meet Elmoira. I want to meet all of our friends. Up there in the ascended realm, the fifth dimension, wherever they are. So you might be wondering what the fuck we're talking about. When I was looking into the story of the Count of St. Germain, stumbled upon a weird little thing where like a bunch of American cults have started have worshipped this character named St. Germain as a god. And when in reality, he was just like a magician and a con man and like a really cool dude back in the 1700s. Yep. Yep. That's, that's who he was. Hell of a story. But then something weird happened. Yeah, something really, really weird happened. And so for this, this is, we're starting a, we're starting a journey here. We and, are. And we hope that you'll come along with us because this is going to be a collection of multiple series because we're going to try to explain all of what's called the Ascended Master teachings. Yeah. And this is a fucking enormous goddamn topic. That no one has covered. Yeah. Like, it's it's unknown. And like, why should you care about this? What is this? So people have been asking a lot recently, like, hey, where so where did where did fascism start coming <laughs> in to the new age? Like where did when did fascism take over like like colorful spirituality and shit? And like, or not take over, but where did it get what happened there? It, it's not recent. It's not a recent development. It's true. Yeah. It's not. Like, and also people usually, they might associate like the Nazis with occultism, but it actually goes back even further than that. It sure does. So. And that's only one part of it. The, ascend, yep, the ascended a, master teachings. tiny slice of the pie. Are essentially. <sighs> you know, wait till the end to try and give a poetic summation. Here's the, they're a group of. Superheroes. Of superheroes, of bearded white men, fake white Jesus looking dudes. Not all of them. Virgin Mary's there. Lady Nada's there. Never heard of That's her, true. but she's there. Yeah. The Lady Masters, as they are mm. specifically referred yes. to as. The ladies. And. <sighs> you got archangels, angels, you know. Yeah. Sometimes they're aliens, like Ashtar. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he's an ascended master. Sometimes, like. Confucius or Lord Lanto, whoever that is. Sanat Kamara. Yeah, we got um, Lanello. Yeah. There's a bunch gross. of weird ones. So these these guys, like, what do they matter? They're just some dumb bullshit. So if you think of, like, the dumbest, uh, the, the saddest of woo-woo, like people giving money to 
have alien ex- parasites removed over yeah. Skype? Yeah, have alien parasites removed over Skype. Um, they have to pay so much money to learn how to ascend, shit like that, right. or like fake self-betterment courses. Like all of this, like you have the picture in your head. You, you, you know, she lives outside of Tucson, Arizona. She's like 56, divorced twice. Yes. Really I- sweet person, but she's been through a fucking lot and you're kind of worried about her. Yeah, and just donate $4.44. She will give you a tarot reading from the Archangel Zadkiel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if they actually use a tarot decks, though. Yeah. I haven't found any magic. Oracle cards. Oracle cards, probably, yeah. So if you've ever heard of... There's all these tar- terms in the new age that are, have a specific flavor to them. And we think that like... I am. I am. Uh, I am that I am. Angel numbers... Mm-hmm. Right, like yes. uh, twin flames. Oh uh, yeah. Yep. This, so this is all part of what's called the ascended master teachings. And the ascended master teachings is an idea that broke off from theosophy, the uh, religion founded in the late 1800s by Helena Petrovna Blavatsky. Or H P B. Or H P B. Or fucking Helen. Helen. Fat Helen. She's. <laughs> she was fat. <laughs> she was. It's fine. She was. She, she smoked a pound of tobacco a day too. Like, I, was, God bless her. I fucking love her. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's cool. But the thing, yeah, this idea broke off from theosophy and then gained a life of its own. And it's constructed in such a way or it organized itself in such a way that it just allowed con artists, scammers to attach whatever they want to it. Scam artists and delusional people alike. Yes. And Um, hopeful people. And hopeful people. But the, the, the people doing the channeling and what people do is they say that they are channeling these ascended masters. And there's like 5,000 of, uh, of these channelers you'll find on YouTube. And they all have yep. really high subscriber counts. They all have insanely high like like to dislike ratios. And what they're saying is that they're talking to an invisible godlike fake white Jesus looking motherfucker who's, you know. Using their body basically as a medium. Yeah. Channeler and a medium are pretty much the same fucking thing. Except instead of a dead person, it's like yeah. Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Or like a celebrity or something. Yep. And that really comes from the Ascended Master teachings, which are primarily an American phenomenon that over the last hundred or so years has wormed its way through American mm-hmm. spirituality. Since like Victorian sort of spiritualism. Yeah. Because mediumship then be, like kind of exploded in America, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. And I want to make clear because um, in the last week I've gone from thinking, wow, this is a never-ending supply of goofy. Yep. To... This shit needs to be burned to the fucking ground Bit right of both, now. Honestly. Well, yeah, it's hilarious. Like we can't, we can't I, get rid I of think it now. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. As we say, like it, you I know. am obsessed with all of the different depictions of the ascended masters. Stupidity should be fucking eradicated, but until that day, like, we, I just I want like a comic book to with them. Yes, precisely. No, they really should, but they're so fucking boring. They're like they have the weird eye. Everything about it's fucking creepy. Yeah. All the aesthetics. Um. So where should we like? Where should we start? We should start with a video of that dude channeling the 9D Arcturian Council. Really? So can, yeah. Just so people can okay. hear. Okay. Just what to this, warm, warm where some we people end, up to it. And then we're going to go back to the beginning okay. and talk about the Yeah. We'll talk. We'll right? discuss how we get here. Okay. Yeah. And which is going to be the overall meta structure of this saga too. Right. That it's like when, 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 a movie, series. when a movie begins at the end yeah. and then it's like 10 months earlier. <laughs> yeah. So that's what we're doing right yep. now. Is that more like 100 years earlier? Yeah, slightly more than that, I think. 150 years earlier. Tube history. You tube history.
So this is Ascension, the shift to the fifth dimension, the Arturian Council, channeled by Daniel Scranton. It is, of course, 11 minutes and 11 seconds long. All those fucking words, by the way, shift to the fifth, fifth dimension, the Ascension. Mm-hmm, Artur- typical. This counts for, comes from this. <coughs> you've heard that, too, like, if you've ever yes. heard that, this comes from this. Like, and I'm just going to keep pointing that out throughout the uh, episode yeah. because, like, so you can it start to get does, a picture. Though. It literally does. It's, it's a current like of the- thought. With the seven rays and the, you know, the yeah. different dimensional, like, yeah, yeah. you know. It's, we, we think that the, the whole new age stuff, like, that's just this grab bag hodgepodge of all the stuff that, like, practitioners just pull from nowhere. But it's not. It's one single current of thought that, mm-hmm. that did this shit. It's not just made up is, is what, I, what I would like people to understand about this. Dang, so I think that's important because we. How did we get here? That and uh, I like. I want to make it very clear that like we're not. We don't. We're not going to attack woo-woo beliefs in general. I here. love this stuff. And I have wacky fucking beliefs of my own. Like this isn't. We're not like ha ha. You believe in things that aren't real. Like that's stupid. Like that's. This is not that. We all have weird beliefs here, and we like them. They're I believe fun. some of this stuff too. I, <laughs> I'm, like shades of it. I believe in things that this is a shittily put together metaphor for that from someone that didn't do the homework precisely yeah yeah yeah. they're referring to something real but not really because they didn't actually think too much about it they just stole the words but the words did come from someone who was talking about a metaphor for a thing that is something like that yeah 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 actually the other day when i was i was watching one of these videos and making fun of it and then i like turned my head to the side and i saw this giant floating turquoise orb in my room what is that real yeah I even, like, I had to draw what shape it was because it was in a very weird shape. What the fuck? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. You can't just say that <laughs> offhand. I didn't know if it was relevant or not. Are you? But I thought it was a little weird. Are we going to get murdered by fucking orbs? fake space Jesuses that show up as orbs because we do this? I felt, like, comforted by it. I was just like, whoa, mm-hmm. okay. Because I was, like, in the middle, like... Shit of shit talking it and being like, oh my this is so stupid. What and then I look fuck? over and there's this big turquoise thing. Dude, I mean, uh, I don't know. Uh, also, I have what? What are I, you? Are you serious? Yeah, mm-hmm. I get migraine aura sometimes though. Oh, okay. So it could just it could be something to do with that. It could be, uh, yeah. It could be fucking Saint Germain. <laughs> it could be like <laughs> He's coming it, to cut my fucking brake lines. It could be an ascended master showing up to be like. Hey, I fucking heard you. Yeah, because they're not nice. Yeah. They pretend to be fake nice, but as we'll find out in the next, uh, when you go into our first uh, cult series on this, um, they're not fucking nice. Yeah, I heard you talk. They want to overthrow the government. <laughs> <laughs> they wanna, I'm serious. They want to build underground bunkers. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so this is, this is Daniel Scranton. <laughs> this has... Uh, 2,376 views, 452 upvotes, four downvotes. This man has 23.9 thousand subscribers. This video is called Feel the Arcturians, Archangels, and Ascended Masters. Infinity symbol. 9D Arcturian Council channeled Daniel Scranton. Wow. People are are watching this and they are buying it hook, line, and sinker. They're taking it at face value and going thank you. Let's see what he has to say. Hi everyone, this is Daniel Scranton, and Kaliandra is here, listen for the purring. And we're going to channel the Arcturian Council. Put his hands together. (laughs) 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 He is, um, he's waving his hands above his head. 
<laughs> he pulls his hand down to his heart. Wait for it. <laughs> it's like when the beat drops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone fucking remix this shit, please. He keeps doing this for like three minutes, by the way. Oh. Like it takes a it, it wow. takes a while. He's like he's he's dialing up the space aliens. Yeah, it's the modem. Right? Modem to the stars. With Daniel Scranton. Still go. He's waving his hands around up in his face. He's got to live alone, right? Like, imagine being his roommate. Oh, I mean, he's in his 40s here. He's got like, he's wearing a V-neck, black V-neck. He's got a Johnny, just stupid Johnny Depp face uh, beard, beard and mustache combo, long hair. Looks like he uses good conditioner. (laughs) He's got all sorts of tapestries in the back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Fucking dipshit. I'm enjoying it. You're out of your fucking mind. He's still going, by the way. Okay, I'm gonna skip ahead because uh, let's it's just, just get more to, of this. He literally does time. this for like three three minutes. <laughs> like honestly, I'm not even. All right, he's he's getting something. He's getting a signal. We offer ourselves up not only as <laughs> well guides uh. and teachers, but also. <laughs> As comfort. Okay. Yep. We Uh. team up with so many other higher dimensional beings in order to provide you with. (laughs) It's just this. The comfort that you need. Like by this the time it. he says the next word, I forgot what the last word he said was. I'm like, what? Yeah. I mean, you know it's why he's slow. talking so slow? Because he because, has nothing planned. Right. He's just making it up one word at a time. Yeah. Literally one word at a time. Here's what some people have to say about this. Thank yeah. you for this wonderful message. I've been feeling the light so strongly lately. I feel my cells smile. Thalia is getting so big. She's and a little bit of source, just perfect. What the? Is that a child? Probably. As always, thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Arcturian Council, and thank you, Miss Lyron Kitty, for your presence. I always enjoy my nightly dose of Daniel before bed, capital O. Whoa. Yes, love has no boundaries. Thank you, all the dimensions um, and beings, for your love. You did different hand mudras tonight where you held your hand level at your heart and stationary for a while. Did you notice? Um, we love your down-to-earth self. Not at all too professional. <laughs> Maybe... Maybe we'll Nightly see an end to a lot of negativity. It will show you dose. show itself. Much love to you and yours. Of Daniel. Patty. Higher Dimension says, needed this one. Thanks so much. Feeling them all the time. Prayer emoji. Yeah. So this is an honest to God. Nightly phenomenon. dose of Daniel? Yeah. This dude has a following. He's, he's like, that's a, that is a pro level spirit channeler. Okay. Yeah. Maybe he's not a superstar yet, but he's, he's at least in the AAA leagues. Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't say he's no... It's no Mickey Mantle of fucking yeah. extended master channeling. That's for damn sure. But okay, he's doing it. He's got a dream. So do you want to hear the first like pin in the cork board that I found for mm-hmm. this? Yeah. Okay. So where does this all come from? Uh, this book, The Cloud Upon the Sanctuary from 1793. Okay. By this like Christian mystic Carl von Eckartshausen. 
Okay. He was a member of the Bavarian Illuminati for a short time. But he left it because they had spiritual differences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a lot more, like, I don't know, mystical than they were. Do you know much about Christian mysticism? Not terribly much, I've, but I've enough. Been, I've been looking into it. Uh, re- well, like, I've been looking into, like, Meister Eckhart and shit like that. And um, that stuff is fucking wild. It's really cool. At least the Meister Eckhart stuff. It's very psychedelic and, like, weird. And, yeah. Like, it's really fucking cool. It's just, like, it's Christian mysticism. I think Christians get a lot of shit. Rightfully, a lot of time, uh, but it's like, like that's just where this shit came from. You know what I mean? Right. But it's like not that Christy. It's like real fucking psychedelic, yeah. mind blowing. So and- the book mentions this society of the elect that's existed since the beginning of time, the invisible celestial church. Okay. And he predicted that you know this is the society whose members will form a theocratic republic which will one day be the regent mother of the whole world. So we're going to have a worldwide, Do like... Do I edit out me t- talking about how cool Christian mysticism is? Because that shit is uh, dumb as fuck. Yeah. Oh, God. At least so, Meister Eckhart's cool. Yeah. Uh, he called this body of mystics the Council of Light. So that's kind of like okay. the first, you know, put, yeah. put a pin in this sort of the great white brotherhood of light and all yeah, that yeah, sort yeah. of. So, uh, so this is the Council of Light. We could put a pin, like, right here in 1793. I think... I think Helena Blavatsky definitely read this book. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But that's a good find. I did not know about that. Right. And he was also into hermeticism. Yeah. And that brings us towards, like, all of these other hermetic groups at the end of the 19th century that so existed. I should explain something something about hermeticism. Yes. Yeah. Let's Everyone, give a little word about so, it. Yeah. Because it really doesn't figure into this. Uh, hermeticism is, it a, does not. is a fascinating philosophy. It's a word that... Secret societies like to use. They ape it a lot. Yeah, they do. I mean, look at the. It sounds cool. Fucking Kybalion. Hermes. Yeah, the Kybalion is. My name is Hermes. Shut up. He has nothing to do with it. (laughs) He has so nothing to do with it. I get angry when he associates with with this shit. Yeah, I know. Because there's so much fucking good shit in Hermeticism. Okay, I was just going to say, like, Devin Maggi calling himself Hermes is kind of the same idea as, like, the Hermetic Brotherhood of Luxor saying that they're Hermetic because neither of them have any fucking thing to do with Hermeticism. It's uh, the the Kybalion. Yeah. Right? That that has nothing to do with Hermeticism. Nothing at all. Not even like philosophically. It is not Hermeticism. It is. Here's how not Hermeticism the Kybalion is. It claims to be talking about this old book called the Kybalion. Right? Mm-hmm. That was in ancient times and the, the three and the secret passing down of the wisdom. And in this sacred book, the Kybalion, which does not exist. It's not a real book. You know, it is, you know, it's written... Um, that which is above is like that which is below. Here's the thing. That phrase comes from, uh, you know, as above, so below comes from, uh, that which is above is like that which is below, which is hermetic, but it comes from the Emerald Tablet, tablet, not the Kybalion. Yeah. This motherfucker just made that up and right. then stole hermeticism and put it in a fucking stolen, made-up fucking container. People just use this word. Right. Yeah. So that brings us to— It is a philosophical to- tradition that everyone has gotten wrong for thousands of years. That brings us to the Hermetic Brotherhood of Luxor that they admitted that their their most recent incarnation was in Egypt in 1870. They're saying that they date way back to the ancient Egyptian city of Luxor. And then they date back even further to the primal city of light. The primal city of light, you say? Yeah. Um... But then they're also like, oh, yeah, our most recent thing started up in 1870. So it's like, which is it? Is it the primal city of light or is it 1870? Get your story straight. Yeah. 
anyway, their whole practice centered on the use of a magic mirror, like a black mirror. Okay, like a black scrying mirror. Yeah, to develop concentration, will, and clairvoyance, and also using the integration of sex into the spiritual path, which was kind of edgy for this time. Of course, the sexual teachings were all you know, very high-minded about mutual satisfaction between heterosexual lovers, using it to create spiritually gifted children. Like if you fuck in this certain way, your kids might have magic powers. It's not theoretically unsound. Yeah. (laughs) So basically what they did was they would advertise that they could teach you these things through their pamphlets. Um, You could learn how to communicate with secret and even disincarnate, discarnate masters by means of astral travel. Oh. So you could talk to the masters, right, yeah, by using their program and yeah, yeah. scrying with their magic mirror. So you would send them money. They would send you pamphlets, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. So this is kind of one of those first instances again, put a put a pin in it for yeah. like, oh, here there's these uh, masters that are – our brotherhood that's existed since the beginning of time, you know, (laughs) we're in contact with these masters and we can send you their teachings and teach you how to make a, the magic child, which is very, that's very Crowley like, you know, with the creation of the magic child. Yeah. Worth point out, uh, Crowley happened after all this. Yes. He was not the first one to do this shit. But he was always like, where this goes, they just they just ignore Crowley's existence. Yeah. They just, they just fucking forget about it. Like, they just pretend that didn't happen, which is very funny. But I mean, the, so like, the big pin in all of this right. is Helena. Exactly. So right. in 1875, and that's five years after the uh, Hermetic Brotherhood of Luxor yeah, claims yeah. that they started— Blavatsky claimed that she was in contact with a, a brotherhood of Luxor, not the Hermetic Brotherhood, but the Brotherhood of Luxor, right? Okay. Yeah. And these guys were masters of the magical arts. Yeah. And they're the Egyptian branch of the Adept Brotherhood, which is sort of like her collection of ascended masters, but that is not what she called them. They were the Adept Brotherhood. Yeah, she did not use the term ascended master. Yeah. And the Brotherhood of Luxor is the Egyptian branch of the Adept Brotherhood. So we're, it gets like fucking. It's nonsense. Yeah. It's really hard to like follow and make sense of. Very nonsensical. I think the thing that like matters, like where it starts to matter is, is Helen taking the idea of like these teachers that like live far away that no one else can see. Brotherhood of Luxor. I like that idea. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a useful story, especially for someone like Helena Blavatsky, who, you know, a lot of people don't really recognize that theosophy, the religion she started is like really responsible for a lot of culture that you see every day, whether or not, whether you're spooky or not, it is a real influence, religious influence in modern society. We talk about like, you know, the, like the goofy new age shit that you either love because it's goofy, like we do, or, you know, you're just like laughing at it and that's cool too. Or you just, or you like what they say and like, it comes from theosophy. It would not exist without theosophy and no hatred towards it. No. The problem with theosophy, as we discussed on our Count of St. Germain episode, is they played 
really fast and loose with trickery. Right. So here's the trick with the Brotherhood of Luxor that Helena is using the name of. So her compatriot, basically her financier, Henry Alcott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was sort of funded the whole He was like her her management guy. Precisely. So he's writing in this circular discussing the spiritualist movement and stuff. And Helena has this idea. Oh, Henry, how about you sign all of your things um, with... For the Committee of Seven, Brotherhood of Luxor. Good Lord. And Henry's like, yeah, sounds good. Yeah. So that's the first mention of it. Yeah, okay. And uh, yeah. again, about, about Helena, like, she was a, a mystically gifted person. She did have shit to say. Her books are incomprehensible in a way, you know, uh, only a mystic can be. Right. Right? Like, she was a fucking weirdo. She saw some shit that no one else has ever seen. But she was also a trickster. Yes. She so this fucking is, didn't care about lying to people. It's funny how she comes up with her own Brotherhood of Luxor. And then she starts, like, writing all this material and talking about how she, you know, these fucking hermetic Brotherhood of Luxor. What a bunch of swindlers. What a bunch of scammers. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just hilarious. Yeah. And it's, it's the first time we see a, a, a sort of, like, dualistic split between two people kind of arguing about... Mm-hmm. This shit that doesn't exist. Right. And this will happen again and again and again. Okay. Yeah. And it features prominently into what this shit becomes. What's interesting is that the difference between sort of Helena's version of the, the Brotherhood of Luxor or these masters, these adepts that she could talk to was yeah. that she was one of the only pretty much the only person that could sort of pass on communication for them. Whereas the Hermetic Brotherhood of Luxor was about sending you material to teach you how to do it. Right, right, right. So that is the big difference between them. And it's interesting that, you know, she, she was like, no, 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 that's wrong. That's wrong. Like when she also her her, uh, her secret Mahatmas or whatever, as she started calling them. Yes. Kutumi. Who else did she, which, did she have Sanat Kumar or was that? She had Moira as well. Okay, Almoria. Yeah, like for her, these were, I mean, she she even ha- wrote as Kutumi one time, basically saying like, I'm a metaphor. I can't change shit in your life. Mm-hmm. Like I'm here to guide you down a path of wisdom. I can't change yes. things in this world. I cannot yes. do that. And like, she was very clear about that or Kutumi was very clear about that. And they occupied a space more akin to like the Bodhisattva. Yeah. You know, where like a person that was so wise and so perfect that they made the decision to come back and help guide right. people along the path. So they're not like these ascended disembodied beings that right. like went up to heaven and then they come down here and they're... They're all powerful and like... Yeah. No, they're living men that have chosen to keep reincarnating in order to help mankind. Yes, yes exactly. Which is very different from the idea that we're working with right. today. Very, very fucking different. Because then Helen died. She fucked off and died. And she had a whole religion around her. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) what happens when, you know, the quote unquote cult leader, which I wouldn't classify her as a cult leader. She founded a a religion. She founded a religion. But what happens when the leader dies? Power struggles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's way too sultry for this. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and I love her Mahatma so much more than the Ascended Masters of today because they're like, listen, we can only help humanity within the laws of the 3D universe. Okay. You got to do the work. Right. Like we're here. We're, you know, we're here, but, um, uh, we can only help you so much. You have to do it yourself. Okay. Here's where you can tell if a spiritual path has your best intent, has your best as their intention. 
Yes. Has your best, the fuck I'm fucking on my words, has your best interest in mind. Right. If they say, hey, this shit ain't easy. You have to do the work yourself. I can't just give you shit. They have your best interest in heart. Right. If they say, no, you just have to believe and just do what we say and everything will be better. Right, right. They're trying to steal your fucking soul. Yeah. Like, full stop, you know? So there's two British theosophists that were in a letter correspondence with um, both Kuthumi and Moira, the Ascended Masters. Oh, were they? And these letters are now in the British Library. But there's a lot of interesting content from them because this is sort of like, you know, firsthand information right, from right. the theosophical Mahatmas about of what course, they're... We saw in uh, the Count of St. Germain episode how theosophists just don't give a shit about faking primary sources. Uh, yeah, they do love to <laughs> forge. They love it so much. They sure do. Like their favorite fucking thing. But the, one of the interesting things about these letters is that they say like, hey, just so you know, any descriptions of like what we look like, that's just for your limited human mind to have something to grasp on. Okay. We actually don't look like anything. We're just a state of consciousness. Okay. We're just a concept, but you need a form to attach us to. So here you go. Here's a description of what we look like. Okay. But that's not what this is. So she never meant for it to be like so fucking literal. And I think that's lovely. I don't know. It just, and that makes more sense to me too. Like what I think of is like, uh, I don't know, a blue floating orb. That makes more sense coming into my consciousness than a a real like 3D man. Yeah, definitely. You know? Absolutely. So yeah, after her death. Uh, yeah. Um, so all the different, there are all these different branches of theos, like all these different churches there. Uh, and like 83 of them said, we don't, we want autonomy. We don't want to be part of this big church anymore. Yeah. Right. One of them, William Kwan Judge. He, yeah, I've, I've seen his name around, but I haven't dug into yeah, it too so much. Yeah, so what happened was he stayed in the States when uh, Henry Steele Alcott and Helena Blavatsky went to uh, India. Mm-hmm. He stayed to manage their affairs uh, in California, working as, as, their, as their lawyer, right? Yeah, they hopped around to quite a few places. Yeah. So after she died, he basically, you know, there was the people in India who uh, will get into what they were doing. He started being like, you know what? I'm talking to Ascended Masters too. I'm talking I'm talking to Masters too. They, <laughs> yep. and, and the other ones went, no, you're not. You can't do that. And he's like, oh. Uh, yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. Can't I? Can't I? Can't you? We're neither, mm-hmm. None of us are Helena. And so there was this huge schism and he ended up staying in America and the, starting the Theosophical Society of America while the OGs or like the, the main branch was relegated to India. And mm-hmm. they're now called, the, so when we refer to the Theosophical Society now, we're talking about William Kwan judges. Like the the um, OG branch is called like the Theosophical Society of Adyar or something. But what's referred Adjar. to Adyar as your uh, what's referred to now as just the Theosophical Society is the branch started in, 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 by William Kwan Judge in California, and that will play prominently into next week's saga. Yes, into sort of the more yeah into the American side. But for now, we're gonna stay. With the Indian We're stay group, over with the in Adjar India, yeah, over in the Adjar Theosophical Society, where there is a lot of weird yeah, stuff going on. Yeah, why don't on. you intro- introduce us to the main players after Helena Blavatsky's death and this this sucks. Okay, so we got Annie Besant. Annie Besant. We got Charles W. Ledbetter. C. W. Ledbetter. He's a guy whose name is on books. 
Yeah, he's written quite a, a quite lot a of books, he's, actually. He's influential in the esoteric. He is, and there's a, a lot of people that will, like, stick up for him as yeah. well yeah. and be like, oh, no, you know. It's like how, like, Michael Jackson diehard fans, which I, I have I no opinion on that. They're like, no, it couldn't be. It couldn't be. But may- maybe it is. <laughs> I mean. Maybe it is. CW led better. Definitely did not, was. Did not write the baseline for Thriller. <laughs> no. Like, he didn't do anything nearly as cool. So he arrives in Ajar, 1884, and while he was in India, he talks about how he received some training from from the masters himself. However, we also have Alice Bailey. We do. Yes, we do. Annie Besant, C.W. Ledbetter, and Alice Bailey. Yeah, those are the three big names that yeah. I would credit um, in warping the idea of the Mahatmas. They open Pandora's box. So C.W. Ledbetter. He claimed that he was a pupil of Blavatsky, right? Mm-hmm. That they were super close. Right. And Annie Besant claimed that her and Ledbetter were Helena's chosen successors. Mm. Handpicked, right? Yeah. But the evidence against Ledbetter being close with Blavatsky is like overwhelming. He was never a member of her group in London, nor was he a member of her esoteric section or of its inner group. Interesting. The, the membership of both is known and his name is not included. That's very interesting. Um, nor is there any correspondence between Helena and Ledbetter, which suggests anything other than like a normal sort of distant friendship. Their letters were okay. pretty rare and not very intimate. Interesting. And um, when he returned from India, he only visited Helena twice. So like they didn't hang out. Okay. And he only made his claim that he was a pupil of hers public, like after she died. And once yeah. he had already sort of like assumed rank. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, sort of pulled the rug out from everyone else. And he was also known for like making other weird false claims. Like having once been a pupil of this guy, T. Subarau. <laughs> <laughs> and he only made this claim after Subarau died, you know, okay. again. Yep, yep. He also made it after the death of the only person who was ever known to actually be a pupil of this dude, who was A.J. Cooper Oakley. Where do we recognize that last name from Cooper Isabel Oakley. Yeah, who wrote Oakley. the biography or of, compiled the, yeah. the, the dossier of uh, the Count of St. Germain. So that's interesting. Yeah. A.J. Cooper Oakley and Ledbetter hated each other. So that's, that's interesting. Yeah, so he's a fucking liar. Yeah. Right. Yep. So he's over in India... As we know, Helena is, she's protective over her Mahatmas, okay? Mm -hmm. They're like her thought babies. She birthed them. Uh, She doesn't like other people sort of like touching them, as we know, because, you know, she had Olcott do the whole Brotherhood of Luxor thing. But whenever Olcott wanted to talk about, you know, seeing his Mahatmas. (laughs) Where's my Mahatmas? Yeah, she would fucking, she said, I have struggled and fought against Olcott's ardent and gushing imagination and tried to stop him every day of my life. She's such a dweeb. Like she really fucking hated other people, like, you know, sort of co-opting her ideas because she knew that. He didn't see them because she made them up. So mm-hmm. imagine like how she must feel having this fucking lead better dude come in and just blast lies all over the place. Just slinging nonsense. Yes. One of them being in the Masters and the Path, that book. Yeah, yeah. And that was published in 
1925. In that book, he says that he met Master Moira physically in person in London in 1851 when he was four years old. Okay. And that was around the same time that Helena Blavatsky had uh, met Master Moira there in London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's sort of like aligning up his mythology with, right, with right, hers right. chronologically. But that actually doesn't really work out because he wasn't born until 1854. <laughs> so how could he have met Master Moira in 1851. He just wasn't paying attention. He was so focused on getting it right with Helena's that he forgot his own fucking birthday. Yeah, I know. Holy shit. And, oh my God. Meanwhile, him and Annie Besant are also training this young Indian boy to be their yes, messiah. We a, know about that. Someone who you may have heard of, uh, Jiddu Krishnamurti. He was uh, originally just kind of kind of grabbed up by Ledbetter and Besant, to, and they were trying to make him into the world teacher. Right. Eventually, he got old enough to say, fuck you, and he left on his own. And the irony is that he did, of course, become a like philosophical and spiritual teacher, although much, much different than what, what they, they wanted for him. I recommend uh, some of his lectures on YouTube. Very interesting character, Krishnamurti. He's cool. He's very cool. Definitely. So, like, that's weird. Very and what weird. does Krishnamurti have to say about Ledbetter? He said, that man's fucking evil. Yeah, 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 yeah. He really did not like him. Krishnamurti uh, had the, the famous line, truth is a pathless land. Yeah. That's where he went with this shit. And he said, Ledbetter's fucking evil. Yes. <laughs> that strong statement. Mm -hmm. And he didn't think that Annie Besant was evil. Interesting. So of the two like adults that sort of, you know, took him yeah, in yeah. and groomed him, basically, he had nothing against Annie. In fact, like he loved her. They loved each other. Word. So <laughs> that's very interesting. Uh, and something else, some other like interesting charges would be levied against Ledbetter. Oh, yes. Yeah. Do tell. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just like a lot of disgusting. Yeah, really. So he was a pedophile. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he liked the little boys. He liked little boys. He, the first inkling of that that I came across, it didn't make it seem so bad. Like on the Wikipedia page, right. it was like, oh, you know, he might have told a young boy or two to just jerk off to help them from being tempted to have sex. Yeah, or to tempted from doing bad. Like, and that's fucking weird, but like- It's weird, but I was like, like, oh, okay. It, well, that's like, super weird, but like weirder things have happened in weird spiritual society. Like that's not, that's maybe like shut the fuck up, but like, eh. But it's more than that, huh? But then I learned from testimony that came from, um, the Theosophical Society actually gave him a trial- Hmm. And the outcome of the trial didn't really matter because he continued to like be revered and keep working. Yeah. There. So one of the boys said that Mr. Ledbetter uh, would tell him to masturbate because it would make him grow strong and manly and said like not to tell. Jesus Christ. And uh, he was like exchanging affectionate letters with the boys. But for some reason, like... I mean, not for some reason, because of manipulation. He was into mesmerism, hypnotism, so we got some very powerful... He want, He at least wants to learn how to manipulate people. Yeah, a powerful manipulation. And also there's like this religious component here because these boys are sort of... They're supposed to be like his protégés, you know? He's like teaching them how to live a, you know, theosophical lifestyle. Yeah. <sighs> 
it's so disturbing. It's really, yeah, it's fucked. He would use theosophy to manipulate people. Like he told one boy like, oh, I can see from your aura that you really need to jack off. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> like that level of, it's so like uncomfortable to, t- <laughs> to talk yeah, about. You don't need to go too far into it. Um, you just know he's a piece of shit. Yeah. In fact, like, so it, it could be, it was argued back and forth. Like, well, is this real or is this blah, 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 blah. Then they found a letter that he wrote <laughs> and the letter had a cipher in it. And when they solved the cipher, the letter, um, <laughs> Mm, here's a sentence from it. I'm glad to hear of the rapid growth and the strength of the results. Twice a week is permissible, but you will soon discover what brings the best effect. <laughs> the meaning of the sign is urethra. Spontaneous manifestations are undesirable and should be discouraged. Oh, God. If it comes without help, he needs rubbing more often. Oh, my God. Um... Jesus fucking Christ. So like, it's really Jesus a point blank. Christ. So there's like, literally, there's no ambiguity to this. Fuck I just want to make that really, really clear. Fuck this dude. So it's very weird that at the beginning, Annie Besant wanted nothing to do with him. He was basically like 15,000 people dropped out of the Theosophical Society Word. at this time. Okay. Because they were like, fuck this guy. Wow. It was very That's something you don't see often in religions. Yeah, you know what so I mean? that's something to be said. Yeah, that's a point to Helena. Yeah, and at first, <laughs> at first, Annie was like, "Um, yeah, that ain't cool." Yeah, because um, that ain't cool. That ain't cool. But then she remembered their past life together as oh. monkeys on the moon, where you know they were dancing around. She could dance on on her tail and bounce around on it. And she on was the moon, like, you say? Yeah, monkeys on the monkeys on the moon. Her and her and Ledbetter. Monkeys yeah. on the moon. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. So all those past lives together, you know, that's a bond you can't break. Ledbetter also, can't break. he loved to tell like little boys that they were like his wife in a past life, that they were like in love in a past life, which is a really weird thing. Will someone thing kill this man? To tell a child. Can we kill him? I, he's already dead. Can we thank dig him God. up? Um, dig him up and fucking kick him in the kill head. Kill him again. Yeah. Throw him off a cliff. His, uh, his biography is so interesting to read because you can almost even tell that like the author, the author is like, oh my God, yeah. like, I guess I have to write, write this cause he's influential, but fuck. I mean, I'm glad someone wrote it. What year was this trial in? 1906, I okay. think. Okay. I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah. He admitted under oath in 1906 to okay. having performed sexual acts on young boys. Okay. In his care. It's going to be another 14 years before he starts developing theosophy's theology and, and philosophy. Yeah. yeah. Weird to think. Yeah. So yeah. from this point, he was forced out of the society in shame and disgrace, but then he was invited back by Annie who had previously like kicked him out and been like, fuck you. So I don't know what happened there. Yeah. And we don't really know. I don't know. Maybe they, like, they had apologize. dirt on each other. That's kind of what I think. I think Ledbetter is like, you better let me back in or uh, I'm going to fuck you. Like, I think they might have had like some bad dirt on each other. Probably. I don't know. So they're all, they're all we- shady as fuck. Because um, much like Connor Murphy, hmm. <laughs> Ledbetter also, he believed that cum had like magical properties. So there's like some oh, weird. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> and I I won't argue with that. <laughs> um, it's fucking weird, dude. Yeah. So, and he hated women. He yeah, explicitly yeah. hated women, except Annie. 
and probably Alice too. Yeah. Yeah, because she. Uh, so yeah, in um, they let him back in, and he like just kind of regained his place as one of the heads. I mean, mm-hmm. he had successfully convinced everybody that he was like one of Blavatsky's, you know, star pupils or whatever. Or like, even though they they didn't really know each other. Yeah, you know the people he was with, like Annie Besant, like she was with Blavatsky. Yeah. Yeah. And then a woman named Alice Bailey comes mm-hmm. and joins the Theosophical Society in 1917. We've heard her name before from the uh, the Devin Maggi episode. Yeah. She runs the Lucius Trust. Well, she's fucking dead as shit. Yes. But the Lucius Trust is- In a, her name. In her, in her name, her and her husband's name. Yeah. She had, uh, sh- she was the one who came up with the idea of Maitreya and like Lucifer is the good guy and mm-hmm. like a lot of this other shit. She's an influential writer in her own right. Yeah. One of the Mahatmas of Helena was this guy, Dwaj Cool, right? Yes. Well, in 1919, Alice says, oh, I've been talking to him too. I know yeah. Dwaj Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's been communicating with me too, except she pretty much just refers to him as the Tibetan. Yes, yes, the yeah. Tibetan. You know, according to Alice, she says, oh, Blavatsky didn't write the secret doctrine. It was right. Dwaj Cool. Dwaj Cool, of Dwaj course. Cool did the whole Dwaj thing. Dwaj Cool. And also, since I'm talking to Dwaj Cool, he's been telling me stuff too. He's been revealing yeah. a lot of stuff to me, including that we got to prepare society for the reappearance of Christ. Oh, So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so now, like, this is interesting how we got Annie Besant and Ledbetter. They're letting the secret doctrine and ISIS unveiled the key to theosophy, all of Blavatsky's most famous texts. Yeah. Letting them go out of print. Interesting. And they're starting to like all this. That's very interesting. All of a sudden, Master Jesus is one of the ascended masters. Yeah. And so C.W. Ledbetter and Alice Bailey kind of teamed up in the 1920s. And because Alice Bailey had a metaphysical mind to her, right? Mm-hmm. Like she went on to do this shit. Ledbetter is not only an evil bastard, but not that fucking bright either. I don't think like he doesn't have a metaphysical mind to him. Right. And so he needs her help. So they come up with this whole fucking concept, this right. whole new mythology that has nothing to fucking do with Blavatsky. And the primary teachers, like creators of this are Ledbetter, Alice Bailey, and Alice Bailey's student, Benjamin Cream. Benny Cream. Benny Cream. Who died not so long ago. He was younger than them. He, he was like Bailey's student. Yeah, he, he was much younger than Bailey. Um, less well known, but so basically, he's, he's the guy. They're carrying the torch and just like burning down the entire forest with yes. it. Yes. Basically for control. I mean, this is them wanting to run a religion. Mm-hmm. And the way it was before because honestly, they probably couldn't get through the secret doctrine. They didn't know what no. the fuck they could use that for. Yeah, they so like Bovatsky shit did not work well for that because it's not easily digestible. It isn't at all. Like for her concept of, you know, these initiations and to become a master of the hidden brotherhood, there's nine different initiations you have to go through and there's a bunch of different steps for each one. And it's not so simple. Alice Bailey is like, there's seven rays and they're the colors of the rainbow and they each represent a different master. Well, the nine stepped initiation, that was the thing they came, uh, Ledbetter and Bailey came up with. Yeah. uh, The concept of initiation was developed by both C.W. Ledbetter and Alice Bailey beginning in the 20s. No shit. Yeah. Yeah, this, so this is the thing that they were working on, and this initiation concept would live on under a new name, Ascension, as we go forward. 
every like dumb YouTube video, like ascend, like we're going to ascend everything. This is that, this is where that comes from. This idea right. of initiation. Except and it's, it's the initiation, yes. like the fifth in- initiation. The- so Ledbetter, of course, he got himself a master himself. Master uh-huh. Jupiter. Oh my God. His boy. Oh God. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> oh, oh God. His boy. Oh Jesus fucking Christ. So Ledbetter said that initiation is a process by which, end quote, we try to develop ourselves, not that we may, be, may become great and wise, but that we may have the power and knowledge to work for humanity to the best effort. So right there is very interesting, I think. Not so we may become great and wise, but so that we may have the power and knowledge to work for humanity to the best effect. Literally, like, like who, what is working for humanity? Who knows? Who the fuck knows? Who cares? The important words there are knowledge and power and effect. Yeah. Right. All of a sudden, you're so far away from Blavatsky's idea of like, it's going to be hard. It's going to be rough. It's going right. to be like these beings, these fucking masters are going to guide us to have power. And these. Like what the fuck? What makes you think that these ascended masters are going to serve you in your quest for like wealth and power and stuff? Yeah. I don't know. It's just like so um, doesn't. I don't know. It's, it's fucking, it's people want power. People want to be told that there's easy answers. So they sign up. Like it yeah. means fucking nothing. And so, yeah, the, the first six were named after important events in the life of Jesus. There's like birth, the birth to the spiritual life, the baptism, the transfiguration, the crucifixion, the resurrection, or the seven choices before the perfect human. So they say that like having reached the threshold of the fifth initiation, a soul doesn't have to, uh, Enter the spiritual hierarchy of Earth, like as you have one seven of the, choices of, of like what yeah, to do. Yeah, you can go seven seven different once places. Once you become the perfect human, and of course, I read that if you are a Theosophist, then you've already reached the fourth initiation. Boom, ah, you get to awesome. skip ahead. Hell yeah! So that's like I love that. Mm-hmm. It's like you go straight to, you know, level four. So I like. There's one one particular. Um, which uh, one would you choose? Well, we'll get, I'm going to read them because there's going to be a good. So the first is uh, remain with humanity as an official of the hierarchy. So become, become a master. The, yeah. Remain with humanity as a nirmanakaya, which has become a bodhisattva. Uh, join the devas. So basically become like a, an uh, elemental. Yeah. Nature spirit, nature god. Like a fairy or a. For, um, join the staff core of the solar logos, which is join the masters living in etheric cities inside the sun who supervise the activities of the solar angels that direct the process of evolution, uh, evolution of the life waves, process of reincarnation of the beings on all the planets of the solar system, all of whom except those on earth live in the etheric planes of the, their planets. Go to sun cities, become a sun master inside the sun cities of spirit. Sounds like a lot Don't of even work. Need to read the rest of them. That's what I'm choosing. Yeah. I want to be a. I want to be in the staff core of the solar logos. What the fuck? <laughs> How fucking stupid can you be? It's really stupid. What the fuck is that? Who? Which one of these assholes was just like we got to put the solar logos in there? The solar logos. Got to put the staff core in there. You know. Jesus Christ. So yeah. I, I want to be a fairy. Okay. I don't know. So you want or to you can- the devas? Yeah. Or you can prepare uh, the work of the next chain, basically like helping the, the next, um, oh, the yeah. next evolution. Well, of- it's, uh, it's, 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 uh, planning basically you're they're, they're engineers to yeah. plan like the next civilized or yeah, yeah, so what's the next planet we're going to. Right. Yeah. Like geoengineer fucking new solar yeah. systems. Actually, that's the one I want to do. Yeah. That's that cool. sounds cool. Or you can enter Nirvana. Yeah. Or you can, you get can like join the void. Nah. Void's nice. I'm going to get my spaceship. Me and the master's going to go build cities. Yeah. Go, go build cities on the moon. Boy, it's <laughs> nice, but I want to be a fairy. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. So yeah, there's a whole bunch of other stupid bullshit. Um, 
Alice Bailey, uh, she came up with a whole bunch of masters, Master P, uh, who is supposed to help St. Germain bring about the age of Aquarius, a couple English masters, English master one or two, uh, the three unnamed Lords of Liberation, the three unnamed Lords of Karma, who live in Shambhala and help Sanat Kumara, the big guy upstairs, uh, when souls are going to incarnate. Uh, Benny Cream identified like a master in Moscow and a master in Tokyo, right? Oh my God. So they just started adding shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's just whoever the fuck you want. So they they added, uh, they came up with 40, there were 43 beings of, according to Ledbetter, Alice Bailey, and Benny Cream, there are 43 ascended masters. This figure is arrived at because the three of them stated that there are a total of 60 masters in all, and uh, they identified as 17. Oh, don't, uh, don't do math right 17 now. masters at, at above the ascended master level, mm-hmm. like super masters or something. Yeah. So there's a whole fucking bunch of these guys. They started adding, uh, they, they named some of them and they did, they're not like famous really, the ones they named, except for like Jesus and shit, right? Like. Yeah. I also, um. I like that they refer to uh, Dwaj Kool as the communications director of the Seven Rays. Yeah, yeah. In the Six Initiation, you can like, tell what, that. What like, do those words even mean? Put together, it's so. Conf- I'm sure, that, like, there's listeners that are like, "I'm so lost right now." I know. Like, well, no, that's the thing. It's just don't worry about being lost because this is where it, we we have three people that haven't done the fucking reading, making shit up out of they're whole making cloth a mess out of things just to have a religion that they run. That's all this is. They're yeah. pulling shit out of their ass and saying that there are these supermen. They're also, they're they're grabbing from Buddhism, mm-hmm. Hinduism, Christianity. They're like- Anything that'll stick to any, the wall. Yeah. Basically like casting the widest possible net, yeah. you know? So that they can really be the uni- unified church. And you can tell with like the staff core of the solar lords, you can tell that Benny Cream was born in a different century than these guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's got that like yeah, almost he's, he's sci- proto sci-fi yeah. shit going on, right? So, I mean- <sighs> Okay, here's the thing. This is fucking stupid. So from this point on, it doesn't really help us to talk about the and none of this, theoretic basis right. of this. And, and here's the, the hilarious thing. From this point on, like hardly any of this really fucking matters. Yeah, no, it really does. But like it sets the precedent for it. But like, well, let's uh, uh these. So I'm going to read the names of the uh, masters at this point. Okay. The, the named ones, right? The the lords, the Chohans, the lords of the seven rays. And then like, as we go further through the weeks, we're going to start adding more onto this. Okay. We got Moria, lord of the first ray. Master Kuhumi, lord of the second ray. Paul the Venetian, mm-hmm. master of the third ray. Serapis Bay of the fourth ray. My favorite. Such a great name. Master Hilarion of the fifth ray. <laughs> He's pretty good too. Master Jesus of the sixth ray. And Master Rakosi, the seventh ray. Also known as Saint, Saint Germain. Germain. Yes. Yes. They are seven of the, they're at the sixth initiation. They're the seven ascenders. They're the gods, right? Yes. Um, and they are, well, their coordinator and communications director, Dwaj Kool, Dwal Kool. Yeah. What the- <laughs> is another I, at this point. The so communications director. He, does, he doesn't have a ray, but he's an eight. So let's... He's like their manager. So after this point, what would happen? This is the the long and short of it, and this is what we're going to get into in the next few weeks. And we're, we're gonna t- like I'm not like shutting down here, but like yeah, you know what I mean. Like we're gonna, we got some what clips happens? to play. I think 
bunch of people co-opt this shit yeah. for their own yeah. purposes. And I've been thinking about how to describe it because we get multiple big fucking cults that come out of this that aren't really theosophical in nature. Yeah. Next week, we're going to be talking ones. about big ones. Next week, we're going to be talking about um, the I am activity, which I touched on a bit in uh, the Count of St. Germain episode, the the foundation, the St. Germain foundation with that horrible music and shit, mm-hmm. the violet flame, right? These fuckers... Well, I'll just, I'll leave it at this and I bet it'll pique your interest. The expo, the like 400 page expose book I've been reading uh, as research for is called Psychic Dictatorship in America, which is like, oh fuck. Yeah. That's this, a big word. Yeah, dictatorship. Psychic dictatorship in America. This is a. It didn't help that him and his wife were like known fascists. Oh yeah. No, they literally aped their, um, their bit from a much more openly fascist, uh, esoteric cult called the silver shirts. Yep. And, um, they actually literally stole personnel. They like headhunted personnel. Like they sent letters like, Hey, we'll give you, like, you can do better. Come over to us after the leader of the silver shirts, like lost an election. Right. So they literally stole that. They were fucking fascists. They, they were using St. Germain was their God. And he was trying to overthrow the government and start a new government. Mm-hmm. Who does that sound like? Mm-hmm. We shall see. Use the words like awakening a lot too. Yeah. Funnily enough. Also, their first Guy Ballard's first ever contact with Saint Germain. Yes. So he says, as during his lunch break, he was walking through Mount Shasta. He Mount found, Shasta. Yes. This is where that comes from. Mm-hmm. By the way, this is that all the Mount Shasta weirdness. Yep. He finds a little stream. He has his little cup. He's gonna take a drink, and all of a sudden, this guy shows up. This handsome guy, and he's like. Hey there, I know a drink that's more refreshing than water, if you want to give me that cup. Oh. And the cup fills with this creamy liquid. Get out of here, Ledbetter. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) This creamy, creamy liquid. And Guy Ballard is like, this is fucking delicious. (laughs) (laughs) And then this mystery man just lectures him for the rest of his lunch break about, you know, and here's how you got to live your life. And here's what you, and by the way, I'm St. Germain. Yeah. And uh, yeah. They'd go on to have about a million members in their cult. They would, uh, came up with these fucked up magic spells and, um, told their followers to kill their dogs and cats because pets attracted evil. The animals attracted spirits. That also, you can't eat onions or garlic. Yep, can't do that. Which is bullshit. Yep. And also, we got to overthrow the government for St. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Million members at, mm-hmm. their, at their height. Yeah. So, it was in the 30s. They like to do a lot of live theater, too. Have you checked any yeah. of that out online? That's weird. I haven't seen it, but I, I've read about I, it. I watched one about the, the like Declaration of Independence being signed. It was pretty boring, but yeah, I was like, yeah. this is what y'all do. This is what you do with your donation monies. You buy like these period outfits and do your little plays yeah. about St. Germain I mean, being at the 4th of July. Those guys, they were fucking, they were, they were a husband and wife duo that was trying to be they were trying to be magic scammers their entire lives. Magic con. And that was like their goal before they started this. And they almost got away with it. Yeah. That's the start of the Ascended Master teachings is, is the I am activity with the Ballards. And from there, we end up getting cults throughout the rest of uh, the 20th century. And then in the 80s, there's um, Elizabeth Clare Prophet. She even came. They were even before that. Really? Okay. Yeah. How, when did, when like, was that started? Uh, 60s. Okay. Yeah. Because I've uh, I've mostly been focused on the I am activity mm-hmm. at, at this current I've point. been focusing a lot on Elizabeth Clare Prophet yeah. and the, the Church of the Universal Triumphant or Summit Lighthouse. They can't, right. just, they can't, they can't make decide. up their- Well, neither can um, the St. Germain Foundation. Are they I am activity? Are they the St. Germain Foundation? I don't I know. I think- 
I'm it's, pouring through uh, fucking financial documents trying to find out who the fuck these people yeah, are. Right? I'm losing my mind. If this episode seems a little unresearched or something, it's because we've been losing our fucking it's minds. It's because we've researched too much yeah, and we and, don't know how to rein it in. Well, and we're also trying the thing where we both look at the same shit. This yes. is a new thing. This is a new type of it podcast is, we're doing. It is. Um, yeah, and like as as we go forward now, like if you've heard about Amy Carlson and uh, Love Has Love One has Cult won. that made news mm-hmm. uh, sometimes, they were part of this lineage. They were trying to, after she died, they took her body to Mount Shasta to see if she would ascend because she was in contact right. with who? St. Germain, and, supposedly. Uh, I think her ascended master was Pele, the Hawaiian god, which is why she got kicked out of Hawaii right before she died for making fun she of She claimed that she was Pele. Right, 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 yeah. I'm Pele! Right. Yeah. That, yeah. that was her ascendant master. She had and cryon. Right. Okay. She had cryon the alien and St. Germain. Yeah. And so like with all this shit, like what I've, what I've really come to understand is that like the theosophists. Are archons. Well, that's, we'll get to that later. <laughs> the theosophists led better Bailey and Basa in trying to hold on to the fucking power of Onia church. What they did was they, when I was really into magic, the gathering, I had this thought experiment I would run. If, if you don't know anything about Magic the Gathering, it's an extraordinarily complex card game where there's a fuck ton of rules and shit, and you collect cards, and cards have all these crazy combinations. Anyone who's listening knows what it is. Definitely. Um, but I had this idea of, like, what if you could—and this is more a thought experiment than, like, real game idea. But, like, would it be possible to have a card game where you made your own cards and they could have any rule that you wanted, right? Like, what sort of core rule— would need to be in there to allow that to happen. You know, if you could just make make a card that said, I win, like maybe that'd be part of the, like you could do that. What's the core rule that allows, is there a game that could be made like that? Can Calvin Ball exist? Do you know what I mean? Where, where you just make up, literally make up the rules as you go, but it stays coherent. And I think what happened is that- It was as, staying a bit coherent for a little bit while there was sort of a, a cohesive leader. Right. And well, even as we saw with like Blavatsky and the Hermetic Brotherhood of Luxor, we start to get these schisms and shit mm-hmm. where like it's two people arguing about a fake thing, yeah. but they can't call like, each other fake because- Then you're admitting they, that it's fake. Then you're admitting that it's fake. And we see that with the split I mentioned earlier, uh, William Kwan Judge, he uh, split when he like claimed to get knowledge from the Ascended Masters and Ledbetter couldn't say, no, you, like he said, no, you didn't, but he was like, didn't I though? If, yeah. if I didn't, then that means you didn't. And then that's what we get leading out of that, where it's a game of liars poker, where no one can call. If someone says they're channeling an ascended master. It's a game no of Lyra's poker. Could be a game of Lyra's poker, Lyra the kitty cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, where no one can call each other out on their bullshit. And so it becomes this self-perpetuating spiritual bullshit fucking, machine. It's a spiritual cancer. It's a bullshit machine. It's a spiritual cancer that... Takes everything, gives it's nothing, and cannot virus. be stopped. Yeah, it's a memetic virus that baked into the core rules of this game, it is self-sustaining. Yeah. And it is a now in culture and it needs to be killed because it's really fucking bad. And what's crazy is that like the Summit Lighthouse, it's like still a thing. Like they're still active. The St. Germain Foundation, the stuff is also yeah. very active. And these teach like- And these is- channel, people channeling these ascended masters, like I found so many YouTube channels with people talking about ascended masters and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to play a clip of, um, just a short clip uh, from All Gas No Breaks, who went to the Conscious Life Expo. I'm just going to short clip. And because uh, if you don't know, uh, well- all gas, no breaks. Andrew Callahan is operating under the name Channel 5 now. Go check out Channel 5 on YouTube. This dude does fucking 
incredible work. And he just, he went to one of these groups that comes out of this, this an expo that comes out of this and made an amazing piece of art documentary showcasing this stuff. And we're just going to take a listen to what it looks like now in the, in the weirdest way possible. Here he's talking to a... Oh, Bashar? Yeah. He's talking to a guy named Bashar. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, Bald yeah. Headed. Bashar. Yeah. For 34 years, Daryl Anka has channeled the remarkable multidimensional being known as Bashar. Is there an alien in there? There's not an alien in there, but there's an alien speaking in there through Daryl. So there's an extraterrestrial using a human, Daryl Anka, as a biological telephone through time and space from the future, but it's now because everything's here and now. How are you, Daryl? Great to meet you. I wasn't able to afford the uh, ticket, but I was wondering what did Bashar have to say today? You want me to tell you everything he said in an hour and a half? Oh, just a brief summary. I can't do that. I don't hear what the questions are that people ask. Bashar doesn't speak English. In the beginning, he talked about the power of paradox. When you feel like I have no confidence, you're confident about that. So you actually have confidence. So the idea behind that is not so much that you have to learn to be confident or learn to trust. You just have to decide what to put your trust or confidence in. One day we'll meet again. All right. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. A typical session, it's about $75 a night for about four hours, three to four hours. Of it's what? Not bad to talk to an alien. Oh, for talking six to an hours. alien. Yep. Yep. So there's there's that. Wow. Here's a. Wow. Okay. I'm. Mmm. Here's a. My gears are turning. Here's a little. Here's a. Here's a little white dude with sunglasses who's rapping about this stuff. I go by the name of Jay Rose. My lyrics are energetically infused with higher energy and they're positive affirmations for your subliminal that will make you manifest a better reality for yourself and make you think better. I like I'm a rabbit. I'm a rabbit. I'm too fast for them. Okay. I feel like I'm B-Rabbit. That's, that's Eminem. I got the paper and the pen. I'm with my friends. We skirting in the bends. Got the, uh, all the things they pretend. This is real. Bones made of steel. Super fucking powers, man. Yeah, like an eel, man. I shock you, man. I'm about to go and then I rock you. I'm the realist in the game. Got the fan, got the clout. But that doesn't matter. You know what it's about. Yeah, self-love. I do view myself as the best artist in the world. I'm a fucking glitch in this matrix. So he's here, right? I mean, he's just doing his shit, right? Like, I don't, I don't care, right? Here's, here's this lady with her dog. Put your phone down. It's orgasm time. <laughs> this lady's in a... I had an orgasm. Did you see that? I went into my body. Okay. Down and I shivered my legs. Can we all send love She's and holding energy a dog. to her? I'm sending love energy to her. Yeah, that's fine. Now... Here's this guy. Are you an awesome Republican goddess? Are you single and available to marry an awesome Yeah, I love this gentleman? guy. Do you wholeheartedly support U.S. President Donald Trump? Do you know he is battling colossal evils to save America and humanity? Oh, he's confronting the greatest evil in the history of the planet. He's confronting it face on. We thought there, I would thought there were a, a, a thousand cockroaches. He's shining the light on it and there's a million cockroaches and they're running all over the place. They're freaking out. The evil powers are absolutely freaking out. What's the greatest evil in the world? The cabal that is trying to control the world. They, the, want, to, they want to destroy America. But the, the, the fundamental problem is that they, with the evil is that they, they are literally trying to control the world and, uh, and enslave us. Yep. 
So there's that guy. In his fucking straw hat and his old ass face. There's that guy. That's the Conscious Life Expo. Um, mm-hmm. Or is that, uh, yeah, Los Angeles. That's run by a magazine. Um, I forget the fucking name. It's just a couple more people. It's it's. It's just one of a bajillion. It's one of a bajillion like fucking things. And what has happened is that the Ascended Master teachings have become a. They're a staple. A wellspring. A that any aspiring person that needs money can dip their bucket into, and have a pre-made cult, a pre-packaged cult just ready to go right out of the box. Yes. Just by this game of liar's poker where you can say, I can channel something. Mm-hmm. And I have all these teachings of people that made shit up and no one no one called them out on their bullshit. They just yes-anded them, right? And so now it's it, the mimetic virus is that now there is a, a way to start a metaphysical or an esoteric cult without actually doing any of the reading by just literally making shit up. Yeah, because right? what is channeling? I Making mean, shit up. Yeah, you're just talking to your own self. And so I, will, I won't say that, like, the content's not worthless. There I might be that, a wiser version of yourself in there. Oh, yeah. You know definitely. what I mean? Like, like, I think that the stuff that, like, Abraham Hicks says or Bashar says, like, a lot of that stuff is on point. Bashar wasn't wrong in, in, the, whole, in the confidence thing. Right. You're it's confident not, that you're not confident. It's, I mean, that's, it's kind of nonsense, though. I will say, like, that's, yeah. it's, it's cheap. It's cheap. It's... I mean, it's not the content tacky that I have a problem with a lot of the time. It's like <sighs> the content is costume jewelry. Do you know what I mean? It's like there's real jewelry, which is sort of looks like costume jewelry, but it's like it's actual stones. It's yeah. real minerals that took a long time to forge that are really impressive. I guess and then there's the fake plastic version that people, looks kind of like it. People want to hear the messages. But they don't want to hear it just from another person. They want to hear it from a cosmic divine entity because then it's more impactful. Yeah. And the thing is that like all cults prey on proving something or or prey on uh, telling you something that you already suspect. Yeah. Right. The problem with this shit, the Ascended Masters, is that it preys on the suspicion that you're not enough, that you need somebody better than you. To help you. Yeah. And also that like, I don't know, perfection is achievable. Right. Because it's not. If only you follow the ascended master, St. Germain. Right. He's perfect. Also, we got to overthrow the government. Um, If only you follow these doctrines, then you too could become ascended and like join the ranks of Jesus and blah, 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 blah. If only you, you, uh, we gave you that envelope at the beginning of the show that says love gift. Ha ha. It's empty. It's actually so you can put a love gift in here. And because you can't, you have to give to receive. Yeah. You have to give to receive. Right. And, right. and in order to, um, you know, get the most out of St. Germain's love, you got to donate to the church, baby. Yeah, you do. You got to give your energy and your hard-earned money. There's a... The blessings will come back to you. There's a, found, uh, a temple of St. Germain pretty close to us. And I looked it up. I found that it has one employee. It's a very small building. It has an annual income of like $53,000. That's not bad. Where the fuck does that come from? It's, de- it's not know. a ton, but like... That's some money. It is. That's a th- over a thousand bucks a week, right? That they're getting from people around here. How many people? I don't know. Could be five, 10, 20. Who knows? And like, I wasn't, I was kind of surprised, but like not that surprised that there was one so close to here. Right. Yeah. I'm just like, what goes on there? Yeah. You know, I want to I mean, know. We'll talk about that uh, in the next series because uh, yes. we're going to get real into that and all the, um, the specifics and nitty gritty and like explain a lot of these concepts and what they mean. We're going to get into that. I wanted to just give you guys a, 
I don't a, paint a picture of what we're going to be looking at. There's a lot here. Elizabeth Clare Prophet was stockpiling guns and built bunkers. Yep. Uh, to prepare for a nuclear uh, war. Yeah. The Ballards came up with the I am decrees that were these like magic spells that you had to say over and over and over again, faster and faster. A lot of them were for material powers and a lot of them were to save America. Mm-hmm. That tradition kept going. I think it did. Do we have a a clip of, of that? Uh, we sure do. I'm wondering if I should save it though. Okay. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Give them a taste. I, uh, think, they, yeah. I think they need a taste. A little taste. Yeah. Let me pull it up on my phone. Yeah, send it over to uh, to your boy. So this is um, a bunch of people, a fuck, fuck ton of people in Elizabeth Clare Prophet's church. Yes, sir. Uh, what year is this? Do you know? Roughly what decade? Um, Probably late 80s. So this is late 80s in Montana. And they're doing a one of the I Am decrees. It's a bunch of people trying to do fucking something. Here's what it sounds like. <laughs> Terrifying. It's fucking terrifying. Just, just absolute madness. They're saying words just super yeah, fast. She is saying going. something. Thirty-two. It keeps going for thirty minutes. Thirty-two fucking minutes. And like I've I've listened to so many interviews with former members of this church, and they'll talk about like you know yeah I was a kid when I was in the church, and sometimes adults would just sit there and chant for hours. Yep. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. Holy fuck. It and is. And they're probably, it's like holotropic breath work because they're basically right. um, hyperventilating. So they're probably like having these crazy mystical experiences. Yeah. From- and their senses are probably overwhelmed with all the people yelling this shit in like a, this weird harmony that comes about. Yeah. Because the intonation of her voice is very like, <laughs> it's like not normal. Yeah. It's like an auctioneer on fucking bad acid. Yes. Good God. We're going to, God, I don't even know. This is, this has been a lot for us. It um, has been. And also I will say that like the episodes don't need to be listened to all together. I don't think it would help probably, but I think that someone could probably listen to the I am activity and enjoy it like without having listened to this one. Yeah. 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 Cause what, uh, what we're going to do is. Basically, do a series of series. Yeah. When we look at the different aspects of this in like really granular, detailed, learn the the people, the players as this shit comes into the modern world and brings us to where we are now. So I think that it is a a much much bigger influence in modern society than anybody should be fucking comfortable with. Yes. And that means. Specifically, this scammer shit, not woo-woo beliefs at all. In fact, I would like to show what part of the spooky, the bad shit is so we can exonerate the rest. Do you know what I mean? I agree, yeah. Yeah, because there's too many people just conflating this shit with the rest of it. And I think there is something to like sort of going into trance states and like, you know, talking in tongues and letting the spirit or whatever overcome you and invoking different spirits. They're in order doing to real stuff, but they have no idea what they're what doing. They're doing. For. Right. Yeah. yeah. Cause there is a benefit to sort of like, you know, um, invoking a spirit and then, you know, delivering information to yourself. Cause you can find out a lot of stuff about yourself and what, you know, if you're trying to figure out what should I do about this yeah. big life decision. I mean, the know? difference is that like 
in a lot in most spiritual traditions, there is a framework that said like the nature of the the spirits that you believe in, like says something about the nature of reality, the fabric of reality. I mean, for example, like like in uh, in Kabbalah and Jewish mysticism, there's a, a whole everything from the fucking the the let there be light to the creation of everything is like mapped out like mathematically and linguistically and like there's a reason things are named the way they are right there's a reason the different natures of god have the names they do there's a reason the angels have the names they do like it means something yeah the ascended masters means nothing right nothing it's full of sound and fury yet signifying nothing which is a a fancy way of saying it's fucking retarded (laughs) precisely (laughs) yeah it's it's pretty bad it's pretty honestly it's pretty like and empty. pervasive. Yeah. And that's the big problem. Yeah. So fuck it. Is that is that it for today? I suppose so. Do you have anything more you'd like to say, point out? Um, I would like to in? say I'm the violet flame of St. Germain. I'm nope. the violet flame Shut of St. Germain. Cut the, mic, cut the mic, cut the mic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So yeah, we've stepped in it this time and we hope you'll join us as we yeah, dive step deeper. Step along with us. Step along with us. Doesn't smell too bad. Well, yes, that's all right. <laughs> all right. Okay, bye-bye.